Nitty green, it's the line of stone. Throwing like a better take a wall. Nitty green, it's the line of stone. We outline players up and show. Nitty green, it's the line of stone. Don't like it, better take a wall. Nitty green, it's the line of stone. Line of stone, nitty green, it's the line of stone. What's going on, Mo's nose in the building? What's going on, baby? What's good with you, bro? I'm chilling. I'm chilling too, man. I'm I'm chilling, waiting for this game to end, but it won't it won't end. Like I know. I I, just, I, I, fi- I figured I was like Breezy said 9 30, and then I watched the game. I was like, yeah, that's not happening. And then it got closer <laughs> to 10. And I was about to come upstairs. I'm like, no, nah, this fourth quarter too close. We probably not gonna go on until it's like more in the bag. Now we got under, we got about 40 something seconds left. Boston up eight. Listen, listen. Tatum was going. Tatum was going off in the fourth, yo. He had, he had he had no choice but to, man. He had a he had a terrible game the other night, man. And so Tatum is finding he's finding his wits. They defended him differently, though. They're not doubling him, y'all. <laughs> I don't I don't understand basketball. Like, if you got a thing, you know how to beat people, just continue to do the thing. But yeah, I don't know why you would change that. <laughs> yeah, they changed it up. But listen, man, I'm happy to be here with you, bro. Shout out to everybody that's out there watching right now. I'm sure they're probably trying to watch that Warriors game. Uh, it's better be an easy dub because there's no John Morant tonight. Yeah. So Warriors, I don't want to hear no excuses. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no. But everybody out there, thanks for tuning in. Nitty Gritty Niners Talk, man. We're going to bring you a show every Monday. You already know. Hey, the hours are going to be changing shortly, too, because we want to get back into some some summer season type of stuff. So we'll probably be going on a little bit later, not this late, but a little bit later uh, uh, in this, uh, as the offseason continues to grow. Most, I'm excited because we got rookie minicamp starting this week. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if a lot of people will know, but on the 13th is rookie minicamp, so Friday. Uh, and then you got the schedule release on, on this Thursday. So there's a lot of stuff that's going to be going down, bro. A lot happening, man. I, I'm seeing all these other teams put out videos of their rookies at minicamp. I'm like, yo, why is our starting so late? So I'm excited to see our guys on the field, man. I'm sick of seeing everybody else. I I do what I do for Moe's Nose, but my allegiance is with the Niners. So I want to see our rookies on the field getting some work in. So I, I'm excited to see that. 100%. Now, due to the lateness of the hour, Peachy and Fear couldn't be here on tonight. They have early obligations in the AM, so they're going to be, you know, going to bed a little bit early. But we send and salute those. Those are our hosts, right? We salute them. We love them. They're our brothers and sisters. But let's get, kick off the formalities real quick. Like, comment, subscribe on YouTube, man. Listen, this is a little link that's going to pop up on Moses' side. I can't reach all the way over there. It's going to pop up in that top right-hand corner. There we go. <laughs> all right. It'll tell you how you can become a member. But those that don't want to be members it's all good man just like and comment and subscribe for free it's a free deal you know now nah, i do free 99 everybody loves that join the patreon with www.patreon.com uh, backslash wayne breezy follow on twitter and ig at ngn talk we the crew so we want you to make sure y'all follow the show you know what i'm saying you could do that you can also follow and subscribe to us on facebook miss debbie and i are going to be putting together some cool giveaway propositions on facebook so make sure you guys continue uh to you know keep your chatter up keep that those interactions flowing over there on the facebook page all right and we'll be doing some giveaways really soon all right Mose, let's kick off this show now i I am going to be giving something away. I plan to give something small away on every Monday show. Um, I haven't decided what it's going to be yet, but we'll, we'll get to that. I, I want to talk about the schedule. I just put out an article 
on uh, 49ers Web Zone. I'll post the article in the chat for those that want to read it. And it is my, it's my, you know, matchup predictions. Like, when do I think they're going to play each other? Now, we're going to do an article. We're going to do that same type of exercise between you and I and with everybody else out there, right? So I have the list of who we're going to be playing. You know what I'm saying? And then we're going to sit there and try to figure out who the 49ers are going to face based on what we kind of currently know. So we know one thing, all right? We know one thing. Now, before we get the show started, let's send out our happy birthday shout out. So we got Trey Lance with a happy birthday shout out. Um, we got, uh, who else? Um, there's two other players. Trey Lance on the same day. Who are the other two players, guys? Why am I drawing a blank? Trey Lance, Maurice Hurst. All right. And who's the other guy? Oh, Samson Ebukam. So happy birthday to those three. Uncle Bill, who's watching out here in the show, his son has the same birthday as Trey Lance, too. So another May 9th baby. You know what I'm saying? And so happy birthday to all the May babies out there. All right. We salute you. Happy birthday to you. And uh, may you continue to be blessed. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Shout out to Izzy. She's watching right now on Twitch. She said, F YouTube. I'm watching on Twitch tonight. Shout out to our sis Iz. And she's the co-host on uh, our, our our boys show. Like, that's pretty cool, man. She's got a, she's hosting the show now, man. Shout out to, you know what I'm saying? I love it. Dan Baller. I got I to gotta show some Twitch love. I got you with the follow. Can you sub to my YouTube channel? Sure, I can sub to your YouTube channel. Is it DH Baller? I got you, fam. Like subs, I, I don't have a problem with subs. I like subs. I like turkey with lettuce, tomatoes, gehoda cheese, vinegar, no oil, black pepper. Uh, yeah, I just I can go for a sub right now. What y'all call subs out there in Pennsylvania, bro? Hoagies, hoagies man. They not baby. subs, dog. They hoagies. So, so what's the difference between a submarine sandwich and a hoagie? Did the Celtics win? Because I stopped looking. No, they won 116-108. Okay, thank you, brother. <laughs> 49 for life. <laughs> Why are you shaking your head? What's the difference between hoagies and subs? Listen, a submarine goes in the water. You don't eat a submarine. What the hell is a it's hoagie, a, bro? That's something Bill Cosby, he made that up. What, what is a hoagie? It's A, a hoagie is a sandwich. It's a... It's a it's a foot long sandwich. It could be it could be twelve inches. It could be six inches. Some some places made them longer than that. It's a hoagie, man. It's not a sub. We we got to We got to do on Sizzling Sunday this this season. We got to do the difference. It's gonna be so, you and I. We going so you, battle. You do the sub. I do the hoagie. You do the hoagie. Let's do it. Let's do it. We got Let's one. Go. We got Let's one. Go. Look, I'm telling you, yo, it's going to be fun. Shout out to CG Ruthless, man. That's what Izzy's on the show. She just uh, finished recording uh, her show, her podcast with them, man. That's what's up. All right, Steve, I'll see you in the building. What's going on? Uh, Ray says, Breezy wants a subway. No, I don't. That's not what I said. See? Oh. See, see y'all, be, y'all be trying to start stuff. You know what I'm saying? That is not what I said. I, I don't know why we call them subs. Some people call them heroes. You know what I'm saying? So I don't get it. I'm going to look up the terminology, but I'm going to make a sub. He's going to make a hoagie. And we're going to somehow, I, I got to get half of mine down there. And you got to get half of yours up here. <laughs> like, so we can take a bite out of each other's sandwich. Sandwich. Exactly. Hoagies and grinders. See? Hey, li- hey listen. Maybe mm-hmm. when we go to one of these games together, we can, we do, can do the show live. So, so here's what we got to do. Okay. 
instead of getting a hotel room, we're gonna have to get an Airbnb that got a kitchen. Okay, that's peace. That's peace. And that's then we can record the the sizzling Sunday and live. Then I can bring all the camera stuff in the kitchen, and we can record live in the kitchen. Bam. While we cooking up for Sizzling Sunday, that that's got it. That's got to be an episode. This All right, time. so I tell you what, why don't we do that? I know we planning to go to one of the down south games, right? Facts. So if we trying to go to Atlanta or North Carolina, one or the other, let it be an East Coast game. You know what I'm saying? We'll go ahead and whip that up, and we'll do Sizzling Sunday live on site, and then bring it to the tailgate, and then pass Facts. out samples. Facts. I love you it. Fit, we got to do it. Deal we got to do it. Let's go, man. I, I love this. I, this is what I love about the show, because we just be coming up with shit like in the middle of the show. Like, you know what I'm saying? Spot. William says Hoagie is an East Coast thing. Is Sub a West Coast thing then? I'm t- I'm trying to figure it out. No, Wawa sells Hoagies. They don't call them subs, Izzy. They, they call, call them you. Hoagies. No, but see, I don't think it's a West Coast thing because I had this argument over a decade ago in college where somebody from North Jersey Mm. Called it a sub. Mm. I'm I'm from the South Jersey Philadelphia area where we call it a hoagie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't think it's east west. I think it it might be north south. Like the I think further it, up north you go, yeah. y'all call it subs. But when you come down south, it's a hoagie. Okay, we'll, we'll figure it out. Miss Debbie says we should do it in Vegas. Um, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. No, that's a really I'll definitely good be idea. in Vegas, and them hotel rooms is expensive, so we might have to do an Airbnb in Vegas, show. <laughs> we get, we'll get a nitty gritty Niners Airbnb. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And we'll go ahead and, and bang that out. All right, let's get to this schedule, bro. So as I'm looking at the teams that the 49ers are going to be playing, they're going to be playing, and this is in no order, all right? They're going to be playing the Washington Commanders, the Arizona Cardinals, obviously twice, the Falcons. They're going to be playing at the Panthers. Those are the road games at at Denver, at uh, Las Vegas, and then obviously the Rams, uh, Seattle, the Saints. They'll be at home. The Bucks. They'll be at home. The Chiefs. They'll be at home. The Chargers. They'll be at home. The Bears. They'll be at home. And the Dolphins. They'll be at home. Now I don't like. I like. So let's let's break this down. Week one, right? Oh, we got to get Master Chef on the show, bro. We got to yeah. give him the foghorn for the contribution. Of course. You hear the foghorn this time? I hope it's working. Yeah, I heard it. I okay, heard it, good. bro. All right. He says, what's good, family? It's been a minute. Miss you guys. Philly makes the best hoagies. Facts. I will never argue this. Yo, one time, let me tell you how fat I am. I got my car and I wanted a Philly cheesesteak, but I like Philly cheesesteaks is blazing, but they do a doping. They do a dope chicken Philly steak too, like a chicken cheese steak too, Bro, right? Chicken cheese steak, salt, pepper, mayo, fried onions. Cause you can never go wrong. You can never go wrong. You can never go wrong. And so what Moses talking about for those that are not from this area, this region, cause only Philly does this, right? They got like, it's, there's no six inches. It's nine, 12, I think like 18. Right, mm-hmm. like as far as the bread, the bread length, they they chop mm-hmm. off the ends, they split the bread open. You know what I'm saying? And then they just fill it with 45 pounds of meat. Pause, and then you just happy, you happy. Where did I go? Peachy and I went to this restaurant. I can't think of what the name of it was, and of course, I, I damn near ate the bag, so I don't even know what the. I, I can't even tell you. It was the bag was good too. It was full of chicken grease, but I got two. I got a chicken. 
uh, steak and a, a regular Philly cheesesteak. And so that's how good they were. You're going to spend some bread, though. You're going to spend like $30. But I tell you, it's a lot of food. Like, it's a lot of food. That joint lasts me for like four days. Oh, yeah. It, it'll, it'll, definitely, it'll definitely last you four days if you if you go to the right place and get the right one. It's um Actually, it's we got a spot in Jersey, um, but they're originally from Philly. Like, if you walk into the store, they got a whole uh. bunch of Philly stuff. Um, they got Eagles paraphernalia everywhere, and I'm so glad that they're in Jersey. They're right around the corner from my mom's house. Every time I go to my I go to my mom's house, if she don't cook, I'm right around the corner getting a cheesesteak. I just got a cheesesteak from them a couple of days ago. Yo, see, I got I got a. I, matter of fact, the last time I had the cheesesteak was when we was in Philly, and so that next day, because I was full from the tip food, I went to I I put on the GPS cheesesteak. And it's, it gave me like three restaurants. I found the closest one. And that joke was blazing, though. It was mm-hmm. really good. Can't think of the name of it. But if I say the name, you'll know what I'm talking about. And no, it's not the joints that be downtown in Philly, the the Tads and the Genos. It's not that. You know, pa- Pats and Genos are the Pats worst place to get steaks in Philly. I, That's crazy. I don't, I don't care what nobody say. Pats and Genos are the worst place to get cheesesteaks. Like, like Master Chief in his comment, you can go to a whole bunch of corners. You go to North Philly. And go to one of the uh, mommy and poppy stores, the corner mm-hmm. deli. You'll get you a, a, a cheesesteak for four or five bucks, and it'll be better than what you get at Pat's and Geno's. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm one talking of the, about. One of, one of the spots I really like is Ishka Bibbles on South Street. That cruising on South Street, Jeff Black Van, plenty of friends, and all the Phillies take you could eat. <laughs> I got t- I didn't go there. That- I wonder if that's what Boys to Men was talking about. We got contributions coming, bro. All right, 49ers underscore throwback says, Mose, do you think Jimmy is on this roster the 2022 season? I'm going to put my mic on mute because he asked for you. <laughs> um, the-, the way everything is going right now, yes, I think he will be on the roster for the 2022 season. Um, I think it's unfortunate. I think it, it- it's – it sucks if it happens this way. I think the 49ers are waiting for a team to get desperate, uh, which means there may be an injury to a quarterback uh, to a team that um, either feels like they have a good opportunity or they can win some games. Um, whatever the case may be, I think they're waiting for a team to get desperate, an injury to happen, um, and then they're going to make a trade, which um, to me, that's bad business. Um, it, this whole thing has been bad business. But if if that doesn't happen, and it would be just our luck that there are no injuries to significant quarterbacks that would change the trajectory of somebody's season. Uh, so to answer your question, I do think Jimmy will be on this roster for 2022. All right. I, 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 and he didn't ask me, but I agree. I, I agree to an extent. I don't know if it's going to be for the whole season. I do think they're going to try to move Jimmy at some point, mainly by that trade deadline. They're going to be fishing, putting them out there. They're kind of going to be, and I hate to say this in the wrong way, they're kind of going to be like aiding and abetting for a quarterback to get injured and then find that team and try to manipulate the hell out of that team. Listen, you need a quarterback. I know you're trying to you compete. You know what I'm saying? Listen, we got the guy for you. Uh, I was talking to my uh, the family over at 49ers Web Zone, and they brought up this interesting concept about Jimmy Garoppolo. So shout out uh, for that contribution because we could talk a little bit about this, right? And they was like, yo, I don't like – and I didn't think about it in this kind of way. I'm, I guess I'm just a little different the way I think. But they were like, yo, it's interesting how, you know, they don't want to trade Jimmy Garoppolo with all of his faults. 
and all of his discrepancies and things like that, you know, his inconsistencies and everything to a team in a division like Seattle. And I'm like, why not? Send him to Seattle. If we if Jimmy beats us with it and he's in Seattle and he beats us, then we gotta question Kyle Shanahan. That's always been my stance. And so then they broke it down. They were like, yeah, but like think about all the stuff Jimmy's gonna tell Pete. Give all the secrets and offside. Oh, that's the one thing I forgot about. How do you feel about that, man? Are there any secrets that Jimmy Garoppolo can can give to uh, you know Pete Carroll to give Pete Carroll any advantage over the 49ers going forward without Russell Wilson? I think so. Um, I mean, it's not going to be a lot because I think Kyle changes his style and, and changes what he does. You know, from year to year, there's always a different wrinkle, but I think what the insight that Jimmy can give um, even, even more so than what you can get from watching film is tendencies. What does Kyle do in these situations? What does Kyle do in those situations? Like situationally, what are his tendencies? How does he think? Um, I think that plays a, a huge role into um, how Jimmy could help the Seattle Seahawks um, potentially be able to play us better because a team can watch film and they can see what we do on film and they can make their inferences or make their best guesses based on what we do on film. Uh, but we've seen no matter how much film people have on Kyle's offense, he's still able to offensively move the ball because you probably don't know what he's thinking or how he's thinking. How does he process information? And I think Jimmy has been around long enough to where he understands how Kyle, Kyle processes information. And if you can share that and then have, you know, Pete or whoever's on that staff mm-hmm. understand how he processes information, then you can be one step ahead of Kyle because you know how he's thinking. That's a good point. Like, it's, it's cool. I mean, for any, but it's, it's funny because they don't care if you trade them to Carolina or any other team. It's just a divisional team that can give some type of advantage. So when they were saying that, like you're making sense, they were making sense, but you know me, I'm stubborn. So I'm like, ah, I'll trade them, yo. Cause if they could beat us with Jimmy Garoppolo, then Kyle Shanahan need to be fired. End of discussion, point blank, drop the mic. Ain't no way he should lose to a Jimmy Garoppolo. I feel like whatever he can offer the Seattle Seahawks and Pete Carroll, Kyle Shanahan should be able to counter that. Cause he should know, Jimmy Garoppolo, and that's where Master Chef's contribution comes in. And he says Jimmy will be too scared to play against us. Bosa will check him. Think Kyle Shanahan knows. Hey man, just force Jimmy to get outside. That's it. <laughs> Game over. Like my man, put, little flip. Used put, to pressure, say. put pressure. Put pressure on him, and all he's gonna do is fall down. That's it. Like ring around the rosies, bro. Easily. And so, look, Jimmy is a 49er. I think you spot on. You were spot on with that uh, particular thing. I, I think he's going to be on this roster. And like like John Lynch has said numerous times, they are prepared to have Jimmy on this roster. I was reading, though, from uh, one of the 49er beat writers, though, the only way I think that it happens, the only way he said he thinks that happens is if – Jimmy restructures like he like does another deal, not restructure. I'm sorry. Like he, he like resigns a new deal. You know what I'm saying? Do you think the 49ers should offer Jimmy Garoppolo a deal? Now, before you answer the question, I just want to put out these caveats. He would be the best backup in the NFL. I don't think there'll be a better backup than Jimmy Garoppolo because now you got a guy that can come in here and literally win you 10 games. Do you think or would you, or would you, try to give Jimmy Garoppolo a deal 
if he was willing to take that to be a backup quarterback, would you try that? I know he's not, but just say he is. Um, I I wouldn't try that, and I uh would go to 49ers throwback backup comment right here where he says, um, I don't think it's going to be good for Trey Lance in the locker room having Jimmy on the team. I think at least initially for the for this first year, I I agree with that. I think there's going to be um, even if it's not in the locker room, because when people bring this up, you know, I think I've said it before, but as I had a chance to sit on it, I don't think it'll come from the locker room. I think it'll come from outside. I think it'll mm. come from the from the faithful. I think it'll come from 49er content creators. I think it'll come from 49er media mm-hmm. where there's rumblings that, you know, the biggest thing that we've heard over the last week is the team is underwhelmed by Trey Lance. And we, mm-hmm. we found out that that was bogus. But I think there will also be rumblings that if Trey struggles, if Trey doesn't come out of the gates firing on all cylinders, throwing four touchdowns every game, running for 100 yards every game, not throwing interceptions, that the team is somehow, you know, underwhelmed by his play or (laughs) that, you know, there are rumblings that Jimmy Garoppolo may start the next game because Trey had a poor performance. I don't want anything stunting this young man's growth. And I don't want to speak on – his mental capacity and say he won't be strong enough to handle it. I, I I think he will be, but I don't know him as a person. So I don't want to speak on that, but um, you know, the average person that could affect their performance when there's always these rumblings that this guy who has been the starter for this team and has been on the team that has went to the Super Bowl and almost won it and has been to a team that went to an NFC championship game again and almost won that and got back to the Super Bowl that he's on the roster lingering. Yeah, I don't want anything to stunt Trey Lance's growth. I want him to make mistakes. I want him to see him doing things wrong so that he can correct it for the next time. I don't want that that lingering effect of having Jimmy, you know, waiting in the wings. So I, I I would try my best to get him off the team. Um, and I wouldn't offer him a contract uh, and renegotiate to kind of lower his cap number to make sure that he's a backup. Mm-hmm. Let him, you know, he, like I said, uh, the contract has been fulfilled. We traded what we traded for you. You've came in, you've done your thing for five years. Now it's time for the new, cha- a new chapter for the Niners and a new chapter for Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, that's not with us as a backup. But why aren't the 49ers doing that? Like that, that, that's the, that's the crazy part, right? Because you're basically saying it's time to move on. It's time to close that book. It's time to start a new book or start a new chapter. And I'm cool with that 100%. But for some reason, the 49ers, I am, in my opinion, are looking at Jimmy Garoppolo as this insurance policy and it's costing them 25 and a half million. And so I think that the 49ers are going to mathematically try to lower that insurance policy. This is why they're not moving him. It's not just because of the injury and it's not just because I think I think they're a little concerned. God forbid if something happens to Trey, how can we continue to compete? Y'all can't tell me Nate Sutfield and Brock Purdy is the answer. I know I know we might want to think that they are and I know they guaranteed Nate Sudfield 2 million dollars. But I think the 49ers feel like they can win with Trey and they can also they know they can win with Jimmy. Right. And so this is not me advocating for Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm trying to figure out why in the hell won't they just release him because they can get some money. 
They can easily get $17.5 million, but clearly they don't need it. So why is Jimmy still on this team if he's not needed? Here's here's the thing, Breezy. I, we severely misplayed this hand, and, and we're going to beat this like a dead horse until we can't beat it anymore. Yeah. But we severely overplayed our hand. And my thing is, if that's how they thought, if Jimmy Garoppolo was an insurance policy, why even – bring up trades why even say why even mention uh we had some offers we had some talks but you know we didn't get an official offer and then things kind of stalled out when he got his surgery why not just say we love jimmy we want him to be here but trey is our future um so we'll try to renegotiate with jimmy see if we can lower his number um, and see if he'll be willing to take a role as a backup on the tra- team. I think he would, he's, has done well for us. I think he was a great bridge for Trey Lance. But now it's Trey's time. If, if that's what you want, because we've seen when our starter goes down and we have C.J. Beathard or Nick Mullins, this team isn't successful. And I think, you know, the drafting of Trey Lance, Kyle Shanahan said it over and over. We want to make sure that if our starter, Jimmy Garoppolo, goes down, we have an adequate backup to come in and still win us football games because that has been an issue for us. Right. So if, 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 if that's your thought process, mm-hmm. great. Don't even talk about trading Jimmy. Don't even don't even get the fan base riled up saying, yes, this guy is going to be gone. I can't wait to see him go. Girl. Like the last, the last play we saw from Jimmy Garoppolo uh-huh. is the epitome of his time with the 49ers. It was an interception. I'll remind to, everybody. Trying try, trying to do some BS escape, knowing you're not that athletic of a quarterback, and then just throwing up a prayer, hoping that it would land somewhere, and it gets intercepted and we lose the game. Like that's the epitome of Jimmy Garoppolo's career for us. So well, well, to even cap that off, he said goodbye. Like Jimmy said, it's over, like basically. And so I'm like, yes, like time to move on. And John and Kyle laughed about it. And like you said, I think Mose, no, I know for a fact, Mose, that their plan was to do everything you just said. And then it got derailed by a surgery. And then they realized the value that they had in their mind, Mm -hmm. the value changed once the derailing and the mentioning of the surgery happened and then the surgery actually happened, his value went all the way down. So it's almost like, like, are you going to sell your stock when it's like super low? Are you going to, or do you believe at some point it's got to go back up and then you can at least get something more valuable for the stock. And I think that's what it is when it comes to Jimmy Garoppolo. And so that's why he's still on this team. Like, you know what I'm saying? He can't work out. He can't pass a physical right now. They can't recoup anything from him. And so at this point, they got to keep him on his roster. But what happens at the trade deadline, Moes? This is a show because what happens at the trade deadline and every quarterback in the NFL is healthy? And here, here's, here's the thing. <laughs> not, only, not only is every quarterback in the NFL healthy, we still have to figure out what's happening with Baker Mayfield first right isn't that crazy baker mayfield is younger that's a good point that's a good point still he's still on a rookie deal is he still on his rookie deal i think so that's a good point then that's a great point that's a great point he hasn't gotten to the fifth year option and he hasn't been read up that's a great point so he's definitely the cheaper liable option for any team Right, and he gives the team the most value. So even his value is higher 
then Jimmy Garoppolo, if Jimmy Garoppolo was even healthy, his value would be higher just because of the younger of the age and the deal that he has. Jimmy was going to be looking for some type of a deal for a quarterback for a three to five year deal. Jimmy's going to be looking for something like that. Jimmy's trying to go into retirement mode on this particular last contract that he's going to actually see. So Jimmy's going to go to a team looking to compete, not for a starting position, but actually try to lead the team to the point. I can see Jimmy Garoppolo. All right. Not on the 49ers. And we got to get to my man Joe's question. But who can you see Jimmy Garoppolo turning into? You know how Alex Smith left the Niners and kind of mm-hmm. became more successful until he got injured. Mm-hmm. Who do you? I feel like Jimmy's following that path. I I'll say this, and, and a lot of people may not agree. I think Alex Smith is a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. That's fair. So, what do you think? So, so just quarterbacking meaning what though? Like athleticism or student of the game or like what? What do you mean by quarterback? Decision making and Decision ability making. complete passes. Mm-hmm. I agree because because for him to for him to play at a high level in Andy Reid's offense in Kansas Kansas City, you have to make good decisions. I agree, and I think I think he was making good decisions, but I also think that some of his athleticism and then the the wild splash page that Patrick Mahomes makes was limiting that team. They go get a Patrick Mahomes. He sits for a year behind Malik, Alex Smith, takes over the reins. He quickly becomes NFL MVP. He quickly wins a Super Bowl, gets them to the Super Bowl again immediately the year after. So I think it was the 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 athleticism and the wild plays of Patrick Mahomes that elevated Kansas City. Uh, but you saw what a competent quarterback was able to do in that system. But and the- I think as a quarterback and with decision-making, I think Alex is is a better decision-maker. That's fair. When it comes to throwing the football. So, I can't argue with that. Um, but Jimmy's a better winner. I don't know. I mean, to, to, to stat say he wins, <laughs> like, yeah, but again, I get into that, that argument with that, wins, but, but bro, wins is, is a team. That's a I, wins is a team thing, not a quarterback. I, I, you thing. can call it what it is, but the 49ers couldn't win without Jimmy. Like, that's the argument that them Jimmy stands be having, right? But how many, how many other NFL teams can win without their starting quarterback? Um, Who's, I don't, let I, me ask I, you this I, Who's I, the I really backup? don't know. Who's the backup in Kansas City? Um, it was Chase Daniel, but he got really old, and then he got somebody else this year coming up. So I don't know. Even if, even if it was but him, but Chase Kansas Daniel City won a Super Bowl with Chase Daniel. But Chase, I don't know. But Chase Daniel at that time last season, I believe, was the highest paid backup quarterback in the NFL. Highest paid means nothing to me. Do you it have doesn't. the ability to win games? Well, we'll we'll never know because I mean, didn't he win the games when Patrick Mahomes got hurt? Or or you no? Know what was it? Chad Henney? I can't Doesn't, remember. I mean, he he won that one game, but they but were that's already, what you but that's what you want your backup quarterback to come in and do. Kyle Shanahan even said that when when we had Nick Mullins, he was like, "Listen, we don't expect our backup quarterbacks to play more than two or three games." But that's the point. They mm-hmm. were that so they had no choice. If, so if you look at any other team, if they mm-hmm. don't have a choice. And their backup quarterback has to play three, four, five, six games. Yeah, I mean the win. are they the same? Are they the same team? No, absolutely not. No, no. So I them wins don't go to Jimmy. I don't, I'm sorry. I them never said that they did. Jimmy. I'm just telling you. You said he. You telling me he's a winner. 
But he is a winner. But that, t- t- according to the games that he plays, he wins the majority of his games. So he has a his, he, as his a court- team wins the game. You can say it however you want, and I agree with it. I'm just telling you what the stats are saying under his stats. He's like he's a winning percentage quarterback. That goes to team. I mean, you could say then Aaron Rodgers' team wins the games, and you could say that Tom yeah. Brady's team wins the games. I mean, that's if that's your argument, that's fine. I'm just saying that Jimmy is a high percentage winning team quarterback. Like he just he just wins when now, he's playing. Can your quarterback win you games? Absolutely. Now that's a, that's that's a different conversation, though. That's a different conversation. That's a whole different so conversation. We, we, we've seen we've seen Patrick Mahomes win Chiefs games. Right. We've that's seen a, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady win, win Chiefs by right. themselves. Right. That's a whole by different make, conversation. By, by making throws, making good decisions, putting the team on their back. We've seen them do that. Yeah. That's a different conversation. All right. But we got to get to some of these. All of them are all of them wins, Jimmy. No. Hell no. No, nah, not at all. Uh, Joe wants to know, if Trey is trash mm-hmm. and they have to play Jimmy, what mm-hmm. happens at the end of the season? You still uh, got to move on from Jimmy. What happens at the Jimmy. end of the season? Somebody getting fired. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Not after the first year. I oh, think some, somebody's nah. going. Nah, not after the first it, year. It it, it 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 won't be Kyle. It'll be in the the, the front office. Okay, GM okay. I see. What you, it, it, I don't it, even it, think it'll be John Lynch, or I don't think it'll be any of them. Not after the first year. Maybe okay. Maybe not fired, but there's going to be changes. Like the whole thing that they were talking about a, a while ago, where John Lynch will get elevated to like team president, and then Adam Peters get elevated to GM, mm. and then he'll be doing most of the drafting, scouting things of that nature, and he'll run. All of that as the GM, I think it may be something like that. But if uh, if Trey is trash, which again I don't uh, I don't believe that. But if we're following what this comment says, if Trey is trash, that means we wasted a lot, of, a hell of a lot of a capital for this guy who. But is Trey could. But in my opinion, bro, Trey can be trash. He could be as trash as he fucking wants. He he needs no, he time. Can't, no, don't no, say absolutely, that. he absolutely can be. He needs he, time to develop. He can't uh, be Ryan. He cannot be Ryan. Leaf I, that's not that's 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 different though. See, that's no, that's, that's trash. No trash. And and my Trey Trey doesn't. Ryan Leaf was never going to amount to being an NFL quarterback. He just didn't have certain things. Okay, so define so, trash for me. So, so in my opinion, is like I'm saying Trey can have a bad season, right? And we'll say he's trash. But that doesn't mean Trey can't get better and elevate. I feel like so. Let's say Trey doesn't win us a lot of games. Let's say the forty. Excuse me. Let's say the 49ers don't win a lot of games because of the underdevelopment of Trey Lance. That's not Trey's fault, in my opinion. That's the stupid ass coach's fault for not putting Trey Lance in when he should have put him in, just because we were trying to get to a Super Bowl at the time. So Trey still, in my opinion, gets a grace period. We know what that is, right? That so his season can be trash. The 49ers season can be trash. It could be a loss of a season, but that doesn't mean he won't get better. And I think you would have to wait until his like third year or fourth year, just to see if he turns into that high ceiling of a court. It's a long time from now, but look at the way they're building. They're yeah, building was, for the future. I was I was with you on third year, but when you went to fourth year, I think I don't think the fan base is patient enough to wait till year four. And I, and I understand that, but they got to understand that they didn't get year one, so it'll really be year three. And in and, and their eyes, they won't see it that way. Then it's our job to try because to get it, him to see it that because, way. Because because 
he was on the roster. But so, he did not play. So you can't. Neither, neither, even did, if, neither, neither did Patty Mahomes. Patty Mahomes didn't play year one. He didn't. That's what and, 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 uh, but, but, but here I, I'm, between, I'm not, I'm not here's comparing a, him. Here's I'm the not comparing with, him to this. Here's the difference between should Patrick. not compare him to Patty. But here's the difference, but that's bro. That's what people are gonna do. They're gonna compare him to Patty. I totally respect that, but here's the difference. Andy Reid and their offensive coordinator, Eric Bieniemy, let Patrick Mahomes be Patrick Mahomes. We know that Kyle Shanahan struggles in letting people be who they are. They got to do it the Kyle Shanahan way. That's that egotistical, arrogant type of thing we talk about with our coach. Now, that doesn't mean we don't see a difference this year. I'm not saying that we're going to get the same coach mindset, but we do know that Andy Reid's different. Yo, Pat, just throw the ball down to Dan Field. I know you could do it. Like Now, okay, I, I, I love that, and I love what you said. It's our responsibility to make the fans see it differently. That's, that's why it. we're here. That's, why, that's we're here. why we're on the mic. It's our responsibility to make the fans see it differently. Uh-huh. So my question to you then is, why did you scoff when I said somebody got to get fired? Because, yeah, we may not fire Kyle. That may be drastic. Mm -hmm. But if it's Kyle's job to allow Trey to be Trey, Mm -hmm. and I think think he did that partly in moving on from Rich Gangarello because now now it's coming out that Rich Gangarello wasn't didn't a fan want of Trey. Trey Lance. He right. didn't want Trey Lance mm-hmm. because of how he coaches and his style. He likes a certain type of quarterback, but Kyle wanted this guy and John wanted this guy and whoever else wanted this guy. So now Scangarello is gone. If this isn't the guy you want, if you aren't going to put in 100% of yourself into developing this player, mm-hmm. we'll get somebody else in here who's willing to do that. Okay. Um, but if it is Kyle's job, to allow Trey to be Trey and to get him ready to play and mm. to do whatever we need to do to make sure that he has all the tools and resources that he needs to be successful. If he's not successful, I, I do think it is paramount for us and all other content creators to shine that spotlight directly on Kyle Shanahan and to not blame Trey Lance. 100%. I'm not saying that I wouldn't do that. I just don't think the organization will let Kyle Shanahan go. That's what I'm trying to say. Or they would let John Lynch go after this one season if Trey Lance doesn't amount to what like he should be. Like four four thousand yards, thirty-three touchdowns, five and fifteen, 15 and interceptions. Listen, and listen, that's that's what we talked about before, right? We talked about Kyle not playing Trey his first year because he's continuing to buy himself time. Mm-hmm. Once he makes him the starter, we said that's when his clock starts. But usually when you get your guy and the clock starts, you do get two to three years to see that's, what, 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 that, what the happenings is. So that's I why I said that. that's why I was saying technically this is year one, even though it's year two. His clock is now when we talk about clock start, we talk about the coach. The coach clock starts now. Kyle could probably go 500 with this quarterback. I would say that's a win. Not for not for us in our eyes because we 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 want ten wins and and playoff and contention yeah, right sure. right but I think in Kyle's eyes it'll be a win because what if these games are really close and they just can't close in and they just finish the games right and so if Trey is keeping you in these games that means the ceiling is still there like it's still room mm-hmm. for him to get better he has to just develop and turn into that monster. On on the football field, like you know what I'm saying, like, I, I just gotta take over. The stuff we see Aaron Rodgers do all the time, the stuff you see Tom, Tom Brady do all the time, like Trey 
doesn't have we don't know if Trey has that yet because he's never experienced it yet. But I can tell you one thing that we do know about Trey. He's a gosh darn leader because he's out there doing things off the field that leaders do. You know what I'm saying? And if he if he learned that from Jimmy, kudos to Jimmy Garoppolo, man, because Trey Lance is doing leadership things. He's showing his team that, hey, I might not be a captain this year, but I'm still going to lead y'all motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? And so I look. There's no, I, I don't want people to get this twisted. Uh, I'm with, I'm with Master Seth. Jimmy G will be fertilizer to the grass. Like I, I agree. Jimmy G's time is done. Guess what, y'all? Just in case y'all just woke up, he's still on the fucking team. I, I'm sorry for cursing. I just want to put it out there because he's still on the team. For some reason, he's still on this roster. Yes, we think we know why, but there, there's always some underlying truth to the situation to why he's still on this team. Because at the end of the day. He could free up some bread. And then if you pay Nate Sudfield, like you said, $2 million, then you drafted a quarterback in the draft to whether you want him to be the practice guy. And I can tell you right now, if Brock Purdy comes out looking halfway decent and you put him on a practice squad, he might not come back. Like he might might get picked up. So they they were better off not drafting him. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But... 49ers do things in the 49ers way. All right. And so we just got to get used to what's about to go down uh, for for the San Francisco 49ers. I do agree with you 100 percent. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is done. His time is done, just like Davis Cole. Super horn chat to everybody out there that's giving out contributions. Respect to Jimmy, but let Trey Lance era commence. Like it's time. It, it's been time. I, I wanted it to commence most the moment they drafted him. I said, let the kid go out and lose 17 games games at least he would have been in the football shape and i don't think it's entry modes to lose 17 games bro listen if we had a better if we had a better game call he wouldn't have lost against arizona Ooh. he w- would not have lost against arizona we saw he beat houston Ooh, you so talking that's, dog that's that's two wins right there so i think if if he's in the game against indy i think we win i that think game. we win that game I think if he would have played more, not to cut you off, against the Green Bay Packers, he came in and sparked the spark for the Forty ers I think we wouldn't. You know, you know why we didn't win that game, and 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 I know Jimmy Garoppolo like led us to that game winning drive and whatever and whatnot, and you can give him credit for that. But we still didn't win that game. Y'all could blame the defense all you want, but the one thing I don't like about Kyle Shanahan that I loved about Harbaugh when the spark came in, he didn't take the spark out. Right. He let the spark rock until the flame literally went out. Facts. And I think if you would have played Green Bay, when you when Trey Lance ran that touchdown in there, they didn't know what they didn't know what hit him. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, all you had to do was come back out there. But of course, Kyle Shanahan doesn't want to go with a two quarterback plan system because it's too difficult, which it could be most for the offensive line. Like it could be. And I think and I that think, was not to cut you off, but uh, somebody asked me this today when I was at the barbershop, uh, another 49er fan. He was like, do you think Kyle will do the, the two-headed monster, two-quarterback system? And I said, no. And I said, you just have to listen to what Kyle told you. Kyle hates the two-quarterback system because for him, he he said it. He let us know himself. Mm-hmm. It's hard for him to get in a play-calling rhythm, rhythm when you're going back and forth with two different quarterbacks, especially two quarterbacks that have two different styles. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't he does not want to do that. He doesn't want to do that. So I don't think we'll see a two quarterback system 
Um, and I, I don't want to see a two quarterback system. I don't want to see Jimmy Garoppolo as a starter with sprinkles of Trey Lance in different packages. No, I want to see Trey Lance start and finish week one, week two, week three, week, three, week four, week so four. on and so on. Yeah. I, I, I want to see him get the reps. I want to see him get the mental reps, uh, the actual reps. I, I want him to, you know, get, get, get some of these bullets under fire so he can learn how the speed of the game is and, and get some of this stuff under his belt so that he can be that much better as a quarterback. We know he has the physical tools and we also know that he's smart. We know he's mentally capable of digesting all of this information putting it into his game and making his game better. So uh, why are we prolonging that process? It's, it's infuriating. Yeah. I think we're going to see a big difference. Mose, uh, you won't see Trey Lance at the rookie mini camp, but you will see him at the OTAs when they start. And um, I, all I'm going to say is uh, get effing ready. Cause the videos will be out. Now this is the only time I'm mad that we don't live on the West coast, bro. Cause yeah. I would skip work every day and be at these camps like legit. Um, I, 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 I work from home. So I take my computer with me and just make sure that my email and my instant <laughs> messages. Up. I'd be, I'd be right on the field, watching practice, answering emails. Now, to be honest, I don't know if they're going to let, I don't know how it works. If they're going to let certain people in or whatever or whatnot. But the moment y'all start clipping the trade stuff, we are going to be on it. Like it's going to be crazy because cats are going to want to see now. And here's the thing in practice, Trey Lance is dominant, right? Like we watched it. We watched him make throws just that, that he shouldn't be able to make mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? And I get it. People are like, Oh, it's just practice. No shit, but he's still doing it. So now he's going to be with the ones. He's going to be with them starters. He's going to be out there. He's going to see what the starting defense looks like all the time. And guys, it's only going to make them better. Like it's, it's like it's only going to make them better. And we've heard captains on the D sit there and say, man, Trey, once he get out of his own head, he's, he's ridiculous. Jimmy Ward, Fred Warner, like defensive studs for us. Sit there. Like, you don't hear Nick Bosa talk much, but I guarantee you they don't like Nick, Nick, Nick Bosa anywhere near Trey Lance. <laughs> but mm. I'm just saying you're going to see something totally different now that he's going to be getting the realms. Uh, I know he hasn't been named the starter, but it's all in favor for him to be the starting quarterback for 2022. And I and listen, I love the fact that we, we heard last year that guys like Fred Warner were chirping at him. Like, right. hey, yo, throw, throw the ball, rookie. Right. Like, like they want him to throw the ball. You, you, you the chosen one, right? Mm-hmm. We traded all this to come get you at number three. Throw the football. Make it, make it a, a tough day out here for me. And that woke him up. That woke him up. But that's my what do you point. Think, what do you think is going to happen? That's when point. Trey is the starter and he's playing these games. And you got to we, re- we hear we hear sound bites throughout the league where linebackers are talking to the quarterback. Hey, yo, you trash. You about to throw me another one? Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. the the famous clip where. Clay Matthews is like, watch the wheel, right? Watch the wheel. And Ken was like, oh, yeah, you've been watching film, huh? Watch this. Like, linebackers are going to talk to him during the game. They get so him ready. So him getting it from his all-pro linebacker, Fred Warner, telling, hey, yo, throw the ball. Stop ducking. Like, really, really getting that 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 vibrato, that, that, that dog out of him and him responding to it, bro, that's only going to bode well for him in his future and playing in this league. He's going to be prepared for it because he got Fred. He's got Fred Warner talking to him. 
He's got Nick Bosa talking to him. He got Jimmy Ward talking to him. Like, and, and then if I'm going against these guys every day in practice, I'm not worried about y'all. That's why I love this freaking team, bro. Because, because here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. This is so everything you said just turn me on, right? I, I'm turning. Whoa, on. <laughs> listen, listen what? to what you just said. Because <laughs> here's what's here's gonna fair, here's fair when you need him. Oh, here's gonna be God. the kickback to that, bro. His team on offense is gonna chirp back. So now you're gonna have George Kittle. You're gonna have Trent Williams like I right, I right, son. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey watch, your, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. That's what I'm trying to say. Yo, this team is really iron sharpeneth iron. It's real, it's iron on every phase, bro. Like listen, the- I'ma need I'm I'm in, I'm gonna need Jawan Jennings. Ooh. And I'm and I'm in listen, Ooh. I'm gonna need Jawan Jennings Ooh. and I'm a, and I'm gonna need Danny Gray. I'm gonna need them to temper their attitudes. Uh, just just them, a little bit. Just a little two, bit. Cause them two dudes got some dog in them. And you know, you know Danny gonna come in as the puppy, the over-energetic puppy who wanna get, and you know Jawan Jennings, Mm-mm. he already got a taste of it last year. And you know, so when they start talking to Trey. I'm I'm gonna tell somebody, you this. Somebody somebody gonna catch a blind side block and we're gonna get a 15 yard penalty, but we're gonna and, be like, hey, watch your mouth talking to my quarterback. <laughs> Listen, Keep my quarterback's name out, out your, your mouth. Hey, it's yo, it's about to be legit, bro. Like the dogs, like Danny Gray. Is everything Kyle Shanahan wanted Dante Pettis to be? Like, I like Thanks. with 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 the dog. With the dog, right? He drafted a cat to back then, but this time he got a dog. And if y'all don't know, if y'all haven't watched Danny Gray play football, I advise you to go watch the SMU games. Yo, that cat don't take for nobody. Like, he don't care who it is, yo. Like, if it was basketball, he would get technical fouls. He, he he would be fouled. He's like the, he's, yeah, he he'd would be get technical fouls. He'd be Pat Beth. Pat Beth. Easily. Easily. Dogged up. Jawan Jennings, though, yo, Kyle, I see what Kyle doing. I see oh, what he doing, bro. Oh yeah, yo, read this contribution, bro. <laughs> that's your, that's your man. Forty <laughs> ers throwback. Appreciate you, bro. Two dollar donation. Why pay twenty five million dollars for a backup quarterback and he can't stay healthy? Well, guess what? If he's the backup quarterback and he's not playing, he can't get hurt, right? And he doesn't get paid either. Uh, At least that's Jimmy- what we think. Jimmy Garoppolo won't get any of this money unless he actually plays because nothing is guaranteed. He's on the books for 25 and a half mil, but it's not guaranteed. I want I want everybody to remember that. Um, but they can't recoup the money back once they let him go. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's a win-win for the 49ers. But if he don't play a game, let's say J- Jimmy Garoppolo is going to start the season on IR. Short-term IR. They don't need him. Short term, that's why they drafted Brock Purdy. Nate Sutfield is the backup quarterback. Brock Purdy gonna be there in that practice squad. Jimmy's gonna come off a short term IR like week three, week four, right before trade deadline hit. And next thing you know, they're gonna find a way to move him or cut him because they're not gonna need him. And when Jimmy goes to a different team, Mose, he won't get $25.5 million because he done missed four or five games. Now, I mean, let's look at this. Okay. 
I mean, I, I don't mind that. If 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 Jimmy want to be petty, why not? We, why not we be petty too? I'm just saying, I, I, petty breeds petty. It's what it is. This gotta be you slap me, but I'm about to slap you harder type move. You know, how smacking it, it game. Has, it's it gotta to be. be that. It's gotta be that. It's gotta yeah. be John Lynch saying, "Hi, son. <laughs> you you caught me. You, you caught me, me off guard. <laughs> you, you, you caught me off guard, bro. That shit stung a little bit, bro. I got you though. I got you." Go ahead and pass your physical. Like, like you're behind. We'll be right on like that IR. I'm going. I'm going to see you. Right. <laughs> I'm going to see you. <laughs> right, yo. I love. I love it. I love everything about this team, bro. Like everything about this team is so Wayne Breezy, bro. Like it's the, it's the way I want to live my life. They're pe- it's a soap opera. It's a soap opera. Shout out to my grandmama for making me watch all them soaps when I'm growing up, yo. Because now I know everything that's going on. Uh, Master Chef says Kittles say Kittles say that Trey Sealing is high. And you heard him say that, um, especially after the season. You heard a lot of him talk on the I am the athlete show. I am athlete show with um uh Brandon. Oh my God, what are their names? Brandon Marshall. He, Brandon Marshall. Senior. And Jeff and Ocho, you heard him talk on the show, spoke really high of Trey Lance. Uh, it's about time because for the longest, I thought he was super supportive of Jimmy. But I, I think we all can we can all tell that Jimmy's gone, gone or not gone, gone, but done, done. Let's say that he's done, done for the simple fact that finally George Kittle is coming out talking about Trey Lance. Remember, he used to keep it super tight. And tell him the things he needed to work on. Now he's super supportive. What are your thoughts about that? I'm 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 gonna have to see a little bit more of it because a lot of this could be just. Uh, I think I think George Kittle is definitely media trained. <laughs> you think um, so? I, oh, absolutely. He just Absol- seems okay. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I, I don't and, disagree. And not, and not it just seems that, weird. And not to say that he's not genuine, but I think he knows. What to say and when to say it smart and how dude. to say it. He's he must very, have been a communications major, bro. He's very smart. He's very intelligent. So is he going to say anything to badmouth Trey Lance knowing that Trey Lance is the future? Absolutely not. Especially if he wants to stay a 49er, if he wants to stay with his team and in California. Good point. Good why point. would he say anything that would potentially get him moved out unless he wanted to go? So I don't think he wants to go. So he's not going to say anything to badmouth the young guy. But then also, like... Knowing what we know about George Kittle, knowing what, you know, we know about him and how he was raised by his father and all those type of, he doesn't seem like that guy. He's not mm. going to openly criticize and ba- especially the, a young kid who's trying to live out his dream and achieve his goals by playing in the NFL. That's not the type of person George Kittle is. So, okay. um, I'm, but- again, I'm not going to say that he's not genuine, but I, I'm just going to say that like, I think he knows what to say, when to say it, but we're going to have to see if what he's saying is true based on the the connection and the chemistry that they have on the field. See, I, I believe that is true because if you watch them on the field in the same game, let's go, Trey, let's just try. Like, I mean, you hear it out of him. I think he's cheering for whoever the quarterback is. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, whoever his quarterback is, he's a super advocate of it. And so when Trey was in the game, he was bigging up Trey. When Jimmy's in the game, he was bigging up Jimmy. Is it genuine? It seems like it because Kittle just seemed like that, that rah-rah, I'm rocking with whoever is here type of guy. Like, that's just that's kind of what it seems. But I do agree with you. He's super well-spoken. Like, too well-spoken to where, like, his jokes aren't funny. Like, 
<laughs> like, like he's super well spoken, yo. But so I, I can't. I'm like you. I, I can't wait to see what it's gonna be like. You know what I'm saying? This day we're gonna get to your question in a second. Black season with the contribution. Thank you so much, man, for your donation. Can we anticipate seeing the deep ball being implemented in the offense? Should Trey Lance become the starter? Mose, you got this one, man. Uh, hell yeah, hell yeah. I mean, this <laughs> like, this, this this was an like, easy. Yeah. That was this easy, and I we saw we saw it last year um, in the the Texans game. I think we we saw it in the preseason, but then we saw it in the Texans game. We saw the play action. Trey roll to the right. Nobody over there with him. He throws a deep shot to Debo Samuel, and it's a touchdown. So, I definitely think we can anticipate that. I mean, we even saw it that much when. Uh, C.J. Beathard would get into the game um, and, and Kyle would dial up deep shots to Marquise Goodwin or Dante Pettis because he knew C.J. Beathard had that arm, right? Um, Trey's ability to throw the deep ball will do what? It'll have the secondary, it'll have the coverage playing off. Oh. They can't have people in the box. If there are not a lot of ball. people in the box, mm-hmm. thank you, Breezy, Kyle will be able to do what he loves to do and that's run the football. That's why you get a guy like Danny Gray with four three three speed who can take the top off the defense. So um, yeah, I, I definitely see we, we see a lot of implementation of the deep ball as it works into this game. I don't think Kyle is just going to throw it deep 20 times a game, but where it makes sense, where we can see where we find we can take advantage and where that can open up the running game to allow our back some more room, you know, to get loose. Um, I, we definitely see a lot more of that because Trey has that ability for sure. I love it, man. And speaking of Trey Lance, before we get to Mean B's contribution, let's do a random giveaway, bro. Let's have let's some fun. All right, let's see. Everybody, you know, you know, let's do the number giveaway. I like the number generator giveaway. Shout out to Mariah for this idea. Love it. Guys, number one to 99. Put your numbers in there, one to 99. I'll hold on to this contribution. We'll get back to that real quickly. Then we're going to break down the schedule real quick. We got 35. All right, so I'm going to put the timer on for 60 seconds. And then after 60 seconds, we're not taking any more numbers. You ready? Here we go. One minute. Start the clock. All right, Moles, you keep tracking them numbers. We're going to be giving away a Trey Lance football card. Uh Uh-oh, we got some duplicates. We, already, we got some duplicates already. I see 55 twice. All right, so if they got a duplicate, they got to pick a different number. I see 49 twice. Listen, if 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 your number is the second number, so uh, Master, Master Chef, he got to change 49. All right. Tro- Troy got to change 45. Oh, Trey Lance, rookie card. Jasmine Payne got to change 49. Tyler Ledbetter got to change 47. They got 18 seconds, man. Once that timer go off, you can start reading that number. Look, he's calling out. He's telling y'all who need to change what. We're going to be giving away a Trey Lance rookie stars, rookie rush card. All right. It's already in the hard case. It'll be shipped out to you. All you got to do is email nittygrittyniners at gmail.com. The timer is done, bro. All right. You ready? Here comes the number generator. I'm pulling it up right now. Moles, you got that last number? What was the last number? Last number that came in was 75 from uh, Brunel Jacobs. All right, so Brunel Jacobs got the last joint. I'm putting the random on it. The number is 19. Did anyone pick the number 19 or is closest to 19? I see Lee Samuel at 22. 
No, we got a 19. I'm just checking to make sure we don't have a duplicate. Okay. If we got a duplicate at the 19, we'll spin it. They'll have to pick a number number. We'll spin again. I see uh, my, uh, Maui got 19. MAU deuces. Yep, Maui deuces. Maui deuces. We got 19. That's, That's what's up, man. Congratulations, man. And I, I don't see anybody before that comment with 19. Shout out to my boy Maui, man. Listen. Do us a favor, man. Email nittygrittyniners at gmail.com. I'll put the email up there real quick for you, man. Email nittygrittyniners. Make sure you give us your mailing address. We'll go ahead and ship this out, man. You know, we'll ship it out to you. Just wanted to do a little giveaway. Maybe we'll do maybe we'll do a Trey Sermon rookie card at the end of the show. Okay. You know what I mean? We'll do it again. All right. So we'll do it again, guys. All right. We'll do it again. If you won once, fuck it. You could win again. Congratulations, Maui, man. Oh, man, that was fun. Listen, Miss Debbie had a question. Let me, uh, uh, I want to get to that and then we get to the couple super chats. Then let's go ahead and break down the schedule and let's see if we can predict who the 49ers are going to play and when they're going to play them. I know it's hard, but let's see if we can do it, man. It's going to be almost impossible to do. There are some rumors out there that the 49ers are going to be playing the Panthers and the, and, uh, the Falcons week one and week two. We right. already know week 11. Road. Right, on the road. We already know week 11, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's going to be the Arizona game on the road in, in Mexico. In right? Mexico. We kind of think we know week 17 because Raheem Mostert opened up his big mouth and said, I'll see y'all in Cali week 17. So, okay. so I don't know. We're going to let the people, you know, you know, pick up on that. You know what I'm saying? And then, uh, and then week 18 is definitely a division game. So the last game of the season is going to be a division game. There you go. So, okay. you yeah, so, so that's got to so, be a Rams game because that's the thrill in Manila. Like, you got to keep it Rams, Niners, because them the top two teams. Miss Debbie had a quick question uh, okay. to everyone here. Did y'all hit them thumbs up yet? Hey. is it? It's really important. Listen, if you guys don't know why we ask you to hit the thumbs up, I'll say it to you the nicest way that I possibly can. When you hit the thumbs up button, it helps the 49ers, this nitty gritty Niners show, the Wayne Breezy channel, right? It helps what we do move up in the rankings of the channel. So if you guys love this show and you want to see more from the show and see it move up, like with the John Chapman's and the Eric Crocker's and, you know, all those top 49ers shows, you guys got to hit the thumbs up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and so that's what the thumbs up is all about. So make sure you spread the word too. That will help us out tremendously. All right. Let's get back to the contribution. We got three more contributions. I don't know if you've seen any more out there, but if you do, just star them for me. We'll go ahead and read this. Uh, do you think the 49ers, this is a dope question, because this is where I'm thinking. <laughs> do you think the 49ers will talk with Jimmy, have a load of talk with Jimmy, give him an ultimatum to be released, meaning make him an offer he can't refuse, or paid at way less money? She says we can't keep four quarter roster. No, you can't. And have four quarterbacks. You should have, but I can see them keeping three and put one to the practice squad. That's what we normally do. So we did last year. Hmm. That's kind of what we do. It's kind of 49er way. Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, but honestly, I don't think with the way you, you can say Jimmy spurned the 49ers organization, I don't think they'll bring him an ultimatum. Hmm. I think whatever whatever they choose to do, They'll just bring it up if they're if they want to offer him a lesser contract, they'll just you know take it to his agent and say, hey, you know Jimmy's on the roster. This is how much he's making. 
Um, you know, we want to come to you with a restructured deal. He only has one year left. It's not guaranteed. Maybe we can guarantee 10 million um, and then, you know, figure something else out, blah, 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 blah. And maybe for that guaranteed money, Jimmy stays, whatever. Uh, and if they say, nah, we're good, we won't take that deal, then we'll just cut him. We don't have to give him the ultimatum, take this or you're gone. We'll just cut him. So I, I, I don't think that we'll have a, a, that type of conversation. I just think that, you know, we'll, we'll decide what we want to do and then just make it happen on our end. I think at this point, whatever we decide to do, you know, Jimmy and his camp will find out about it when they find out about it. Yeah, I'm never laughing at you. I, I I don't pay attention to the chat usually because uh-huh. I'm moderating the show. I just happy because you were talking and I have ADHD, so I have to be doing something. <laughs> I just started reading some of these comments. And so they said, Gabriel said this, and I don't want to repeat it, though. I don't. So he said that. You read it. I'm not repeating that. That's not funny. Oh, no. <laughs> but it's funny. Monster will be on IR by week 17. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow! No, I, I wasn't laughing at saying that he would be hurt, but that's kind of like his mo, though, right? So, like, so maybe he, maybe he'll be back to Cali. He'll be on, he'll be on the sideline to go to watch, the doctors. Watch it, watching both teams play. <laughs> just saying, but but it's the truth. So it's like it's just a weird. It's just weird. I just happened to come across that, and then the other thing that made me laugh was this, and this is by uh, Yosef, yo. <laughs> <laughs> he said, that's not what he said. Where's the other one where he said, he said I come the, in hitting. <laughs> no, that's not what made me laugh. He said, where's the black thumbs up? He said, oh, I, I need the brown one. The brown one? <laughs> I don't know, man. You got to hit Twitter up for the color emojis, man. I don't, I don't know, but it's, it's funny. funny. Uh, we got a couple more contributions that we want to make sure we read. We don't like to leave these out. Thank y'all so much for tri- uh, contributing to the show. Yes, uh, we yes, truly yes. appreciate it. Jaguayo56 says, and I wanted to save this one. Uh, you know what? Let's go to Master Chefs first. I wanted to save his for last because it's going to lead us into the next segment. Uh, Master Chef says, can you imagine if Trey is a starter and Cap is the backup? I, do we want to talk about this right now? Because we could be here for another hour. Like We could. We, I, I think our team isn't going to do that just no, because of the history with the player. Exactly. And and. I, don't I can think, imagine it, though, Mose. I can imagine I don't think, it. I don't think John and Kyle want the spectacle. No. At, not after at, John and Kyle did their due diligence in cleaning up the mess from the organization, and I'm not calling Kaepernick mess. It's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about all the other bull crap that they had yeah, to clean yeah. up. And when Mo says that he doesn't think they want the spectacle, if you put any team that brings Kaepernick on into their organization, here come the cameras, here come the media, and we're not talking about sports media. It's we're talking football. about CNN, like. Media, media, like, you know what I'm saying? And so do you want that? And it's not because Cap is a, a derogatory or a negative person or anything. He just reached, he's, he's Hollywood. Like he, he reached, he, he's reaching a different media right mm-hmm. now, a different target area. And so you're going to get all of that. And I don't think the 49ers are the right brass for Colin Kaepernick. But he asked, can I imagine it? I sure enough can. Can you imagine having Trey Lance and Colin Kaepernick, bro, 
time. Do we think do we think Colin would be a good mentor for Trey? I don't think Colin I don't think we need Colin to be a mentor for Trey Lance. I think Colin would be But if, used, but, if but if he's if he's gonna be on the team as an older player I know. Be what, 33, 34? I, I think mentor so by the def- years of experience. I, I'm not saying he's going to go out there and pull a Ryan Tannehill. But what I'm trying to say is I think Trey would Trey would learn by what he does. I, I, I could say Kaepernick is a really good person. Like he's older. He's a lot more mature than what he used to be. I think he would be a mentor by default just because he's very affirmational. He'll probably speak really great words and things, but you got to remember cap is still competing. And so he's probably going to go out there and put his best foot on the floor. But I think that would make Trey even stronger. See, I don't think Jimmy makes Trey stronger, but I think kind of like Kaepernick can challenge Trey to become stronger. Okay. I see what you're saying. Cause you know what I'm saying? Cap has better physical tools, so he's Cap a lot, probably do a lot of the same things that Trey that can Trey do. Lance can do, right? And so I don't that, and that's why Kyle Shanahan probably said that it's never like a quarterback competition because he knows once Jimmy's time is done, he's moving on to his quarterback, and so it's not a competition because he doesn't feel Jimmy can really compete with what Trey Lance is capable. Of doing, I'll leave it at that. Jaguar fifty six says, "Breezy, if we stay healthy, we have better, deeper team. We do have a better and deeper team. I will agree with that. We go four and two in the division. There's a lot of numbers going on here. Two and two versus the AFC West. That's super reasonable. Beat the top two teams in the NFC and beat Washington and the Dolphins and finish ten and seven. Now, this is the most realistic." Uh, season prediction record that I've ever seen, and I actually like it. But I will one, I will one up it. I think we go eleven and six. Now I'm just putting that out there for now. You know what I'm saying? I don't know when these schedules are going to fall in order. We don't know when we're going to play these teams. That changes up a lot when they're going to travel, all that good type of stuff. Ten and seven, man, is super realistic for. for technically, first year quarterback, even though he's not a first year quarterback, we already declared that. What are your thoughts about this comment? Uh, I think ten and seven is is very realistic. I think um, when you look at some of the questions that we have on the offensive line, um, even though I've I've gone back and forth and saying that I don't think they're as big a question as a lot of people are making it. I think Kyle has a plan for the offensive line, and I think he's more confident in the offensive line than we might think he is. Um, but outside looking in, if you look at the questions that we have on the offensive line. Uh, Trey Lance coming into his first year as a full-time starter. Um, um, and then, you know, what our defense is going to look like with some new pieces. Uh, I think 10 and seven is, is, is real realistic. Again, we don't know how the schedule falls, when we'll be traveling, where we'll be, when does our buy happen? Uh, but I think, I honestly think 10 and 10 and seven to 12 and five, 10 and seven, 11, six, 12 and five. I think either one of those, Three record predictions are realistic for this team. I agree. I agree 100%. 1,000%. I actually agree. Oh, man, I got to give my brother a shout-out, man. Daryl Granville. Shout-out, Breezy, and the crew from Hartford. CT in the building. Let's go. Touchdown. Let's go, Breezy. When you coming Fish, to Harvard for? Wait a minute, Fish Frying yo, Spades. You, you, yo, I'll you, be there for that. Yo, just text me, man. You, my number out there because the hackers got it, so you can find it. If the hackers. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Oh, I'm sorry, bro. I, I know you need to laugh that off, bro. I'm I, sorry, man. I'm just trying to have fun with it now, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's all good, man. It's all yeah. good, man. Shout out to everybody still supporting me, but it's all good, man. Like, I'm just trying to laugh it off. I, I want to have a much better week than I had weekend. So, you and know what I, I'm saying? I, IG still tripping and won't let I, you do the video response? They, they're, so they're, okay, they're letting me do the video response. They keep denying it, right? And so they're denying my video response. All right. And so what's happening is I'm just I was told to keep doing it, like just keep, keep doing it until they give you the uh, like the eight digit saying, that, oh, we can verify it. So the response is you got to do your face scan, like on some NBA 2K stuff. Uh-huh. And so every time I do it, I take the hat off, the glasses off. I make sure the lighting is good. I did it outside. I did it upside, outside, inside, right side, left side. I did it every way. And they just wasn't feeling it. So this morning I did it at around 10 o'clock and I haven't heard back from, I'm checking my email. I haven't heard back yet. And so I've been doing it since 730 this morning. The last time I did it was around 1006 and maybe I'm going to get that golden ticket. It's like the Willy Wonka chocolate factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so maybe, maybe that, I'll get like it. Like I told you that, that, Thank happened you, Izzy. One of my, that happened with one of my good friends appreciate um, you his his thing got hacked they sent me a message asking for like 200 but the the message that like is coming from yours is just like pictures and videos like telling people to invest right to do right so, the on his account like they were sending personal messages like yo i need a favor I, I normally wouldn't ask you for this but like i'm in a, i'm in a bind gotcha i need like i need like 300 can you let me borrow that until next week and i'm like see i ain't I, get I was that like, I was like, yo, he not, I know if he's in really in a bind, he not going to send this over IG. He, IG. he would call me if he really needed. So I called him. I was like, yeah. you good, bro? He was like, yeah, my IG got hacked. But he said he went through the whole prompt, did the video response. And in a couple hours, he got his account back. So wow, he got his in I'm a couple hope, hours. I'm hoping that, that I'm hoping that that works for you, bro. Cause that's some BS. I didn't even know. Well, I think I think the difference is like people are saying like some people get theirs back really quickly and they probably do. I think that because I made that joint like a super 49ers page, there's not really many pictures of me on there and they're trying to verify that. But I'm like, there's a whole video like, bro, you, like, you, you, I know. there's a whole bunch of videos on. There. I so know. There's shorts, there's clips, there's... Yeah. I know. Uh, Miss Debbie did make a good point. Listen, guys, if you are following the Wayne Breezy joint, listen, before you unfollow it, which is what I really want everybody, if I can get all 5,000 people to unfollow that joint, that'd be dope. And here's why. Because then he won't be able to do... He won't be able to send stuff to y'all. So before you unfollow, though, please report it. And I think that will help me out much quicker as if you guys report the joint let Instagram know that it's been hacked. That's not me. I think they'll get that message as I'm still trying to do my part. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and if y'all are unfollowed, I just want the account back. I don't, I, I and I, cause I, I just, you know, it's worked hard you know, to yeah, get it man. where it is. Right. You know, but I'm doing a new one. So you follow me on the new joint until, you know, if I never get it back, let's build up the new joint, Wayne Breezy 2. Um, and I'll continue to push stuff out there. But let's get to this, uh, the meat and potatoes of the show, bro. I think we got a couple more contributions. Can y'all stop? Please. We trying to talk. We trying to get through the show. Uh, did we read this one yet? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about our secondary. It's going to be better. Do you think any rookies 
make the team. Hell so, yeah. I'm yeah, glad we having this conversation. See, I don't want to talk about it, but you know what? Y'all walk, or y'all on the show to the sub because I'm going to write about it. I got an article coming out called The Corner Boys, right? And I'm really excited about the cornerbacks in this secondary. Really excited. And the secondary as a whole, because when you say secondary, you talk about the safeties as well, right? Mm-hmm. I'm super excited, most Like, the, I think the safeties is the deepest position. I mean, the cornerback, the DB, excuse me, is the deepest position now on the team. And that's what my article is going to be about tomorrow when it gets dropped. It's going to be how we went from like the weakest link to maybe possibly one of the strongest links on the team. Mm-hmm. And I know people are like going to be like, how we, we, we drafted rookies. Listen, 49ers never really, really, really attest uh, into the, to the, to the safety position. John Chapman put that out there earlier. They never really, Spend a high pick on a safety. Like, this is not what they do. It's not what they do. Not in this regime. We've seen it before, right. but not in this regime. Because Jimmy Jimmy Ward is not a part of this regime. You He's get what I'm safe. saying? So they got lucky with Jimmy Ward, and he was able to stick around and continue to uh, progress. Uh, but I think they're going to bank on a rotation of guys, man, at that safety spot. You know what I'm saying? Tavarius Moore, uh, George Odom, they got in free agency. Traverius Ward, who they signed in free agency. That's like, is that their first cornerback signing in this regime, bro? No, Splash. Sherm. Yes. But Sherm was Sherm, Sherm was didn't get this amount of money, though. No, he, he did. didn't get. Uh, he got the 25. No, he, Sherm, got, he got, he he got, got like the, three years, 20, three, tw- three years, and, 25. And then he got the like majority that. of it guaranteed, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He bet on himself, yeah. But they're getting a way younger guy mm-hmm. coming in now. You know what I'm saying? Did y'all know? Because I didn't know this. Did y'all know that Javarius Ward was an undrafted rookie to the Dallas Cowboys? Yep. Do the 49ers have this affinity with undrafted guys, bro? Or is it just me? They do. They okay. do. It's what to make sure maybe, I'm not going crazy. I, and, and and maybe it's it's from, you know, just the, the John Lynch mentality. And not saying that he was undrafted, but just that that work ethic, Ooh. That, that hunger, and that drive. And I think that's why you see for this team outside of Nick Bosa, you see late round picks thrive. Thrive. You see the the second round pick Debo Samuels. You see the third round pick uh, Fred Warner's. You see the fifth round pick George Kittle's and Elijah Mitchell's. You see those guys thrive. You see some of the undrafted free agent because Emmanuel Mosley was also an undrafted free agent. I, I think uh, right, like that's wait. So Emmanuel Mosley was undrafted too. That's right. Yeah, Eman was undrafted. Do you you know why they do it though? Control, control over the manipulation and the way they're able to to work those numbers in the contracts, like how they're able to stash get guys here. I, and- I, I, I think, I think that's a part of it. I think that could be the 49ers draft strategy is look, you can find talent anywhere. Ooh. I mean, these, these, these teams are looking at the college ranks, but don't forget, they're also looking at the arena football league. They're point. also looking at the Canadian football league. We can't forget, you know, we got guys like, Cameron Wake, who came from the Canadian Football League and tore it up in the NFL. So wait, he was a Canadian look, Football League player. Cameron Wake was in the Canadian Football I didn't League know that. before he got to the NFL. I yeah, didn't know he that was, he was tearing it up in Canada. Miami saw him and was like, "Yo, let's bring this guy in." He comes to the NFL and he has an amazing career in the league. So you know th- these scouts and they're looking everywhere. They're not just looking at the college ranks. 
they're looking at, you know, other professional leagues to find guys who can play football. So if that is the 49er strategy, let's let's see what we can find in the, the UDFA pool who we know are good players. We just got to come them in, teach them our way, let them learn our scheme and see if they're up to snuff. I wouldn't be surprised. If Donovan West becomes an all-pro center in this offense under Kyle Shanahan, I wouldn't be it surprised. Wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me at all. It just makes it makes it makes sense that it's actually is it's probably inevitable that it happens. He's gonna make the team. His conditioning and skill set alone is gonna his athleticism. He's going to make the team. The fact that they were able to get him undrafted though means that they're gonna be able to control his money for as long as they can. Until he starts doing things that's going to start demanding the money. That's that's what I'm trying to say. I think that's the forty. That's what the forty nine ers try to do. It's not that they go bargain shopping, but they kind of go bargain shopping. Like they kind they kind of get players. Look what they did with Mostert, right? So they got Mostert from a different team. He was undrafted for so many years. The most that they paid Mostert was they guaranteed what four million dollars, if that. Mm-hmm. Moster wanted more money. Moster kept getting hurt, and Moster's now no longer a 49er. But look, they keep bringing in these running backs. I tell you what, Moster, I got an idea. I want people to read the article. I didn't know that the article was going to come out this late, right? So I want people to go check out this article that I wrote for 49ers Web Zone. The link is right there in the chat. I want y'all to email nittygrittyninersgmail.com your thing. On the Thursday show, if you're with Peachy and stuff, when y'all do the Thursday show, the schedule release, I want you to see whoever gets stuff right uh, and stuff like that. We'll compare it. And maybe on the Thursday show, we'll give away like a signed helmet or a jersey. I got to see what I got over here in the stash. All right. So we'll do a mini helmet or, or a mini jersey, whatever it is that I got. I don't know what I got. I got to go check. But we'll give away something to the person that emails us and it comes closest to the actual schedule match. All right. Now, I won't be on a Thursday show with you. I will be there watching. So I'll probably be in the chat. I will be DJing the prom. So to not prolong the time, let's go ahead and finish off the show. Which room? There's a running back room, quarterback room, wide receiver room. There's a linebacker room, safety room, DB room. All right. Defensive line room, offensive line room. I want to know out there because Master Chef's talking about the running uh, running backs. Thank you for the contribution, bro. We're going to talk about this. I want to know everybody out there. Put which room do you think is the strongest right now on the team? Pick the position, which is going to be the room. Put that in the chat. We'll talk about that and then we'll end tonight's show. <clears throat> so, most which room do you think is the strongest <laughs> before they start posting? We got DL. That, and that and that's where I'm going. I got okay. I gotta go. I gotta go with my guys. I gotta go with my room. Yes, I'm biased. No, I don't care. I think that I think the D line room right now is the strongest room. That's what's up, man. Um, we got wide receivers popping up. The D line for sure. They definitely built that rotation. The tight end room. That's different. That's different. They they got an undrafted free agent for a tight end, undrafted restricted free agent, and they already have four, so that's five. So you guys think the tight end room is dope. That's what's up. Um, I see a lot of wide receiver rooms. DL looks like he's taking it, man. I, if I had to pick a room, though, I'm going with the whole secondary, bro. 
Like, I think the secondary is about to be too legit to quit. I feel like Amber Thomas is only going to get better. Deontay mm-hmm. Lenore is only going to get better. Samuel yeah. Womack's going to be the steal of the draft. Like, oh, yeah. I just, oh, like, I, like, and then let's talk about the undrafted guys, like the Leon O'Neal Juniors. I and, honestly and, think O'Neal and Castro Fields are both making oh, this team. Oh, my gosh, bro. Like, real talk. And I still think Tavarius Moore has a decent season. Like, look. They got some pieces. That means some of those veteran guys, because of the way the rules are, Dante Johnson might end up on the practice squad. You know how we used to see Jordan Matthews on the practice squad? He like 40 years old. Mm -hmm. It's because of the new CBA rules, man. So I'm going with the... I'm going with the secondary, the cornerback room, not the whole DB room. So I like this. So Tristan says the cornerback room, not the whole DB room. He's not sold on the safeties. I like that, though. That's a dope argument. I would love to know why, but that's a dope. Ooh, the linebacker. How did we forget the linebacker room, bro? Uh, we didn't. I didn't forget it. I just don't think they're as strong as D-line. Ooh, the quarterback room. I, I agree with you. Uh, but that's because our linebackers are what? Greenlaw, Warner. And a Z. Uh, Al, Sh- Al, Al Shire, that's your starters, right? And then you yep. got to factor in they 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 got Jamel, whatever that kid is from North Carolina. Sorry if I said his name wrong. They got um oh uh, we can't forget Oren Burks, our free agent signing. Oren Burks, they signed, and then uh, Demetrius Philanagan files. So that's the six linebackers, right? I don't know if we have any more. I could see a nice little rotation. They probably got guys that can actually match the mm-hmm. three that we have, and then they kind of move out. Flanagan Files kind of like started to move up in the ranks a little bit. So I could see that quarterback room. Troy says quarterback room, bro. It's four quarterbacks, man. It's just strong. I mean, Only- I mean listen, it, it, even if even if Jimmy is here and, and you say he he he's the best backup in the league, you can he's the best say backup that. that's a league, strong bro. room. He's a, he's the best backup in the league. Nate bro. Sudfield is, is a veteran. Oh, we got the spark from Brock Purdy and the, the, oh, yeah. the young guy who's hungry. We got Trey as our starter. Jimmy as the backup. You can say that's a strong room. At, at least we have continuity. And if, if Trey does go down for whatever reason, we could be somewhat semi-confident in Jimmy Garoppolo's abilities. But so, I like Gormandis Gorman's there. joint where he talked about the running back room. You saw Master Seth said the coaches room. The coaches, we will, we we're going to see if the coaches got if the coaching got better because we got a lot of coaching changes. Yeah, uh, but let's start with this coach change, Anthony Lynn, who's going to be now coaching the run- running backs this year. I like the running backs room. I listen. I I think there's going to be an odd man out, and I don't know who that is. I think. Ooh. I shouldn't say this. I, I shouldn't say this, but they drafted a running back in the third round. And I think that running back might take over somebody's spot, but I'm not going to say whose spot no, that is. I'm not, I'm not going to say whose spot it is either. But listen, Ty <laughs> Davis Price. Uh huh. And, uh-huh. and he, he, he already had, and, and uh-huh. I love the I love the hyphenated name because he has a name that we could do a lot with. Uh huh. So like we can already t t t d p price uh-huh. is right price like, is right uh huh like shirts uh huh uh-huh. like, so, so like yeah we could do we could do a lot with that so but yeah I I I like his running style mm-hmm. under a coach like Anthony Lynn with Kyle Shanahan's running and and blocking schemes bro. He's taking somebody's job. And I, I'm just going to say, say this. this. Okay. I, I, I love, Jinx. I, see, Ian, Ian Sharp said it. I think that's where I'm going. I think 
I don't I think know. Hasty is the odd man out, and I and here's why. I understand he. I understand that he brings a different dynamic, right? Does he though? I, he's because yeah, he's he's more of a he's, he's a shifty more of a, guy. A shifty back. Yeah, you're right. You don't have the that backfield, but yeah, yeah. he's he's. I think he's injured a lot, a lot more than the other backs. I got, I got. You're right. He is Mo's, but I feel like the injuries are kind of like fabricated because they got to get other guys in the game <laughs> like, on the t- like I'm, his injuries come at the weirdest times of the season bro and then they save him and then guess what they do with him next year they bring him back under that crazy weird contract because he ain't accrued enough games so he's still like it's just weird bro but i don't know i i, I think we I'm, see i'm gonna put out the spark you ready and we can end the show on this one we don't even gotta say nothing after this I think Ty Davis Price is going to be the starting running back for the 49ers. Ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all so much for tuning in to the Nitty Gritty Niners show. I'm your host, Wayne Breezy. He's your host. Who, what Mo, Mo's knows, right? What did I say? I mean, you added the what because that's in my handle. But that's the end, but I wanted to call fine. you Mo's knows. But that's listen, fine. I'm going to put that out there. And over, I'm going to see what happens. Over, over Mitchell and what he did last year? I think, yo, because I feel like Ty Davis Price is it every down back? And then I think you sprinkle in the speed with Mitchell. I think it's the same thing we wanted with Mostert. I think you run inside out. It's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be sprinkles. I and, would then, start. and then, and then, where do you bring in Trey Sermon? I think Trey Sermon comes in to spell Ty Davis Price, okay. like because you're gonna get the same style of running back. You know what I'm saying? And then you gotta keep Hasty over Wilson because Hasty's your outside guy. So now you got two outsides, two insides. Okay. okay. I can, That's I can crazy because that. I don't want to get rid of Jeff Wilson. I, 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 I don't want. I don't want to get rid of Jeff Wilson Jr. either. And if and if we're trying to play this, I I know you want to have something different. But if you're trying to play this bruising style, nah, of running fuck f different, bro. And, and you and you got all you got Mitchell, TDP, uh, Jeff Wilson oh, Jr. Don't forget Mitchell's a bruiser Sermon, too, mm-hmm. right? So you got these these guys who are not afraid of contact. I like that. Who don't go down on the first hit. So I love it. I've been I've been I've been trying to tackle Ty Davis Price and Elijah Mitchell all game, and now in the third quarter, I still got to deal with them too. A fresh, a but then fresh, I also got to deal with a fresh Trey a Sermon, fresh, a fresh Jeff Wilson Jr. Who fresh? Is, who is is I, Jeff Wilson Jr.? I call him the juggernaut because he's looking for contact. Yeah, he going did he, head down. He, he looking he, for he, contact. He runs. He goes black when he runs. Isn't that his thing? I'm not getting okay. rid of him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you You're got right. those four bruisers that are interchangeable. That's why. That's why I say Hasty's the odd man. No, and I hear you. I just feel like the 49ers don't want to abandon the outside zone. I feel Hasty you. gives you speed. Along with Jeff, uh, along with um, Elijah Mitchell, they're your fastest running backs. And so I'm not running outside zone with Trey Sermon. I, if he can get up inside and then get to the outside, like Ty Davis Price, they can go inside and get to the outside. I'm cool with it. I'm not running no halfback tosses with them big dudes. That's that's loss of yards all the time. But Mitchell can do it. Mitchell Mitchell can do it. That, that's what I'm saying. I would run the tosses with Mitchell. Like yeah. he's your outside hasty tosses, drop some stuff. I want to see less running. I want to see less runs with wide receivers, and more yes. runs with the running backs. And if we do see it, it should be sprinkled in sporadically, and it should be like 
jet sweep type stuff. It shouldn't be right. Debo in the backfield taking a handoff and going to no no no. Right. Give me, a, give me a jet sweep. Get him coming already in full speed, and when he get the ball, he hit that edge and turn it upfield. It should be stuff like that. Stuff that we saw in Debo's first year. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be him lined up in the backfield. And if you do line him up in the backfield, like we talked about on this show before, it should only be to confuse or disguise something for the defense, give them something else to think about. And then you see play action, run a screen to him out of the back. It should be stuff like that. Yeah, I agree. He says, Troy says he hopes Sermon is in a bus. Speaking of Sermon, we're going to do the giveaway. I thought, I knew I said something. I got it, Ricky. Bam! You ready? Oh, that's oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. All right, here we go. You ready? So I'm going to start the clock. They're going to have a minute. We're going to go numbers one through 100. Here we go. All right. Don't start putting the numbers yet until I start the clock. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Do, 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 do. One through 100. We got Mariah be on it. That definitely, that definitely was in there before you said. Like she, she put, we got 35. We got 21, we 46. Got Try to pay attention to the numbers so y'all don't say the same number. 67. No, they, they, they start coming in so fast. God dang, they like six at a time. All right, so so like good master master chef. He saw that somebody had twenty one, and then he immediately put twenty three. Okay, look, Melissa and Izzy, the same person. They put four on both networks. We getting them all in here too, <laughs> Melissa. So your Twitch is popping up, she which is like dope. just make sure y'all know that that four is me. Is <laughs> me? You know what I mean? So so even if you got dupl- if if you see somebody has your number, put in another number so that. You can be the only one or the first one with that number. If we see a duplicate, then we'll just give it to the, the first number that we see in the chat because we got time. Time's up. All right, let's get them last little bitty joints in there. All right, got last little bitty joints in there. I knew there was going to be a wave of joints coming uh-huh. in. All right. Yep, yep, yep. All right, here we go, Moe. you ready? And the number is... Random... Mize, go. The number is 30. What was Adrian Colbert's number as a rookie? 38. The number is 38 special, baby. Number 38. Your number is Adrian Colbert. I should have gave away Adrian Colbert. I got a signed poster by him. I should have gave that. All right. So we don't have a 38. We don't have a 38. Who's closest to 38? The closest. Nah, Brian, is, you can't put thirty-eight in now. <laughs> yeah, those came in late. So, so for me, Tara Dawn was the last number at thirty-two. Okay, and I thought Tara Dawn would be the closest at thirty-two, but he is not. I think Mariah is the winner. It's Mariah. She has thirty. Me and Mariah go back, go back like babies with pacifiers. Speaking of that, yo, when is season three of freaking Wu Tang Joint come back on? I've been waiting. Like, who better get on it if I cancel my I mean, membership? Listen, season two, it took a while for season two to come out. I still right. watch it because it took right. so long for it to come out. I was like, man, <laughs> I'm not even invested anymore. But I, I got to get caught up on season two. You're right, bro. Listen, guys, this was a dope show. 
Oh, Brian, Brian says he was just answering the question. Uh, oh, when I asked about what number did most oh, okay. Um, okay. Adrian Colbert wear. Yeah, got you, got sense. you, got you, got you. That was fun, Mose. I got to I gotta look to get a lot more. I want to give away little things like that when we do these shows. I think it's pretty dope, cool, man. man. I, think that's, I think that's awesome. All right, so Mariah got the Trey Sermon, and then Maui got the Trey Lance rookie joint. Let's go. Awesome. Dang. Guys, thank y'all so much for tuning in. We Nitty Gritty. Listen, stay up. Stay faithful. Always keep it nitty gritty, baby. We out, y'all. Peace.